We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to Knicks Nation, special edition of Knicks Fan TV Live, presented by Manscaped. We're going to call this one the CP Catch-Up Show, because I missed an epic, epic preseason finale between the Knicks and the Wizards, which saw the Knicks win 115-113, led by, well, closed by Julius Randle with a clutch, clutch bucket to seal it. In front of a euphoric, absolutely euphoric Madison Square Garden. So tonight's show, we're just going to catch up, man. Give you my thoughts on this preseason finale. And and get your thoughts, man, on on all things Knicks going into this season. Season kicking off on October 20th. Give me a call, 657-383-1509 is the number to call. You can also hit me up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord, as you guys know. Ah, so where was I? Where was I yesterday during an epic, epic for preseason, a preseason game? You know, I planned to 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 miss the game. It was preseason. I had some catching up I had to do. We got a busy, busy week ahead, and I'm gonna get to all the the whole lineup for this week in a little while. I got some uh, some planning to do off-site. We're going to upgrade the set a little bit. We're going to upgrade the equipment. So a lot going on on the back end for, for CP and Knicks Fan TV. So I figured, you know what, let me uh, let me take the night off, hang out with some friends, grab some eats, you know, just catch up on life. Talk to CK, 
So no doubt, bro, I got you. My guy CK and JD held it down. We had over 1,600 live viewers last night. So salute to my guy CK2K, JD Sports Talk, for holding it down. We got a great team. Team is continuing to evolve, and, and we're bringing in some talented, talented people to this team. So appreciate those guys. We'll have them back tomorrow during the, uh, the Sunday podcast. So I have them take over. Jay Boogie hits me up last night. And he's like, this is a bum night. I'm like, you're right, Jay Boogie. This is a bum night. So I'm good. No reason to uh, to worry. It's only preseason bum night. We'll, we'll catch up for the season opener. I called Dave. I'm like, Dave, what's going on? He's like, ah, we're not looking too good. We down and at halftime. Offense is struggling. So I'm like, all right, cool. Bum night. No worries. We'll catch up. And by the end of the night, I'm checking Twitter. I'm checking this, that, and the third. And, and it's pandemonium on every aspect of social media every platform as julius sends msg into a frenzy i'm still getting people sending me their videos that were in attendance live in madison square garden of uh of julius randall's buzzer beater so uh, the electricity and and the enthusiasm into this season opener is is none like i've seen man none like i've seen since 2012 since that Knicks tape team no no doubt about it man the fan base is absolutely electrified around this team and, and for good reason you know because yes it was only a preseason game but you saw a lot of things there were there were a lot of observations to be made from this game uh number one clearly Julius having the opportunity to close and and showing up in a clutch moment you know he's gonna get a lot of these opportunities over the year last year wasn't so good to him so it was good to see him execute and and get that you know get that off his back in, in front of his home crowd that was nice and I think Julius is is ready to go he is in regular season form the arsenal is on display he's, he's operating well out of that uh, that left elbow he's got the baseline jumper going finished last night twenty one points ten boards six to sixteen from the field uh, I think Julius is uh, is ready to go I also thought that um, how about D Rose man D Rose was incredible last night uh just just in terms of getting the offense together i thought his passes were on the money he spearheaded that that uh that second half comeback absolutely spearheaded that second half comeback Knicks outscored the wizards 40 to 23 in that fourth quarter and i thought derrick rose was incredible he finished with um how much rose finishes 28 points Six dimes, an efficient 11 to 20 on the field from the field and three for six from downtown. I thought Rose was uh, was absolutely incredible. We had the return of the block nest monster. Mitchell Robinson returned yesterday. And, and it was funny because Tibbs has said that, you know, he, he's going to come in for a little bit, just get his feet wet. And Mitch ended up playing 27 minutes. And I thought it was I thought it was a good 27. Obviously he finished a bit winded. He finished gassed and and couldn't finish the game. But 6 points, 9 rebounds, finished with uh two steals, got a block shot also. I thought Mitch looked uh looked looked pretty good, man. He started it off with a nice solid putback off an offensive rebound. That's one of the areas where we said Mitch was going to uh impact his team was on the offensive glass and he definitely showed that last night going up strong over Montrez Harrell. So uh, Mitch showing off the, the the new guns, you know, the, the bulkier Mitch getting on the glass and dominating that way. 
Then on the defensive end, even early in the game, you saw him where he was into the, the intimidation factor. You know, forcing tough shots, forcing high arc and layups to try to go over his long reach. There was one play where you saw Kuzma was a bit intimidated to drive the lane on him. So Kuzma dishes it off to KCP in the dunker spot. KC, KCP is a bit intimidated because he sees Mitch there, passes it to Gafford, and Gafford misses the layup. So you, you saw Mitch's presence felt early in the game. He had a couple clutch steals when they were trying to make their comeback and make their run. And so I thought, you know, in those 27 minutes, I thought Mitch had looked pretty, pretty good out there. Thought Mitch looked pretty good out there. Now, you know, on the show a couple weeks back, we did the closing lineup show. And that was a great show. You know, it was very interactive. Everybody had their opinions on it. It was me, JD, CK, Alex, you know, and uh, it was a great debate on terms, in terms of who was Tibbs going to close with in crunch time. And I think, you know, the exercise was great just, just from a, you know, having fun perspective, but there was another viewpoint on it that a lot of people had, which, which I can agree with, is that Tibbs is going to finish with the hottest hands, the hands that, you know, will give him the op- opportunity to score or the hands that will have been playing the best defense that night if we need to get stops. Obviously, you know, Julius is going to be a fixture in that lineup one way or the next, but... We saw a closing lineup that we did not think of. And I think Tibbs was watching that closing lineup episode. He was digging in the crates. He was doing his research. Saw us deliberating on the lineup. Says, I'm going to throw these guys a curveball that they had not seen. And he finished with a closing lineup of Derrick Rose, Quentin Grimes, ladies and gentlemen, RJ, Julius, and Obi at the five. Obi at the five. And remember in media day when Tibbs was, uh, he was asked, why not more Julius and, and Obi finishing together, or not finishing, just, just coexisting in, in the lineup at the four and the five? And Tibbs had said, well, we didn't like how it looked last year. Defensively, we didn't have the rim protection. But he did say, Obi has gotten better. So I felt like he left the door open for it. And we got to see it. And over that stretch, when Julius and Obi were in that game, the Knicks scored 26 points. Outscored the Wizards by 26. They were good. They were solid. And you even saw Obi get a block in crunch time over Gafford. Obi finished with three blocks. Nine points. One for two from downtown. Derrick Rose found him for a great corner three in crunch time. I thought Obi's been solid all preseason. Just, just a complete turnaround, night and day difference from his rookie year in terms of his confidence and and just just you know just knowing where to be, especially on the defensive end. Somebody found him for a, a dope alley oop. I think it was Rose as well. So the Ob Julius tandem was something that we saw and it worked in that situation. You know, it's not something that I, I think we're gonna need against every team. I don't think it's a, it's a permanent lineup that you have to see but in a situation where you're looking for points which we were and the other team is playing small which they were the opportunity presented itself for Tibbs to get a little bit creative with his lineup and it worked and like I said you know OB got him a stop OB got him a stop in crunch time a nice block in crunch time on Gafford three blocks on the night one steal 
So I thought Obi's defensive activity was certainly on point. On top of that, you had Grimes with six boards, RJ with six boards. I've been saying since we got Grimes that one of the things that he brings is his ability to rebound. And and this is going to be your future wing tandem, probably. You know, when I say future, you never know. Traits could always happen. But it could be a, a potential your future wing backcourt. And you got two nice rebounding wings in Grimes and RJ who both finished the night with six rebounds apiece. So that offense gave you five three-point shooters. You had some solid defense. Grimes was solid on defense all night, all night long. He finished with, uh, I think he had a couple steals, two steals for Grimes. Thought he was solid on defense. Finished with 6.6 boards. Had two nice threes, one in the first half. One clutch elbow three, which D. Rose, who was passing on the money all night, found Grimes, passed him open to that spot. Grimes knocked it down. His form is beautiful. And he, and he had two steals on the night. Very active on the defensive end was, was Quentin Grimes. So you had your two defenders out there. Then you had Rose, who was orchestrating all night. Very efficient. And again, uh, solid from 3-3 three, three for 6 from downtown. You had OB at Julius. Very, very interesting lineup by Tibbs. Very interesting lineup by Tibbs. And while, you know, somebody left a comment uh, on last night's show, it said, scrap all your, your closing lineups because nobody had it. Nobody had that as a closing lineup, but I came fairly close in terms of uh, one of the lineups we, we, we discussed on that show was the wish list lineup. What was the lineup that you most wanted to see? And I came close. I came close. My, uh, my wish list lineup was McBride. Grimes, RJ, Julius, and Obi. So outside of McBride for Rose, I was I got to see it. We we got to see the wish list lineup. Just no McBride. Alright, Tibbs. Tibbs went with the vet, obviously. He went with his guy as he should have, you know, for Rose to close it. So very interesting. Very interesting. Uh uh that lineup. I was very interested in that lineup. So uh, great job by Grimes, man. I thought Grimes was, was solid in his minutes. Remember, uh, Burks was out for rest. But Grimes definitely showed you something last night. So that was encouraging to see. Talked about Mitch, his comeback. Randall solid. Rose solid. RJ, look, I, I saw a, a, a smattering of moaning and groaning about RJ. His lack of handles. Uh, you know, not finishing at the rim well. And just, you know, not making solid decisions on his attacks. A little similar to last year. Then you look at the box score. Well, you look at the game first. And you look at his defense on Bradley Beal in the first half. Beal didn't play in the second half. And he said the defense was on point. His defense on Bradley Beal at two preseason games was good. He's going to be an important piece, especially on the defensive end. Maybe even more so than his offense. Again, you look. Four for six from downtown. 18 points. Six boards, two, uh, six boards, two blocks. I mean, look, everybody is looking for RJ to, to become that, you know, brink of an all-star type player. Let's just, let's be patient on that and, and wait and, and see how the season unfolds. But at the very least, when you're talking about his floor right now, presently, it's a three and D piece. 
He's turning into a reliable catch-and-shoot three-point option. And his defense so far has been solid. If he's keeping that, you know, eight, obviously you want more than that. Obviously you want more than that. But for right now, his floor, I think I can live with. Now let's see how, how everything else rounds out. Still want to see the decision-making around the basket improve. The shot-making around the basket improve. So, again, something to watch. Something to watch. But all in all, he was solid. All in all, solid. Um, now, some other moaning and groaning about Kemba and well, yeah, Kemba and Fournier. There was a lot of there was somebody who was like, "Oh, we we overpaid for Fournier. I can't believe we got this guy for seventeen million dollars." As I said, we have to wait for these guys to gel with this unit. It's no surprise why Derrick Rose is beasting with this unit. Number one is Derrick Rose, but number two, he's got the chemistry with these guys already. Kemba and Fournier have to build that up. And and on Rose, I think, you, you yes, it depends. You know, Tibbs' closing lineup is going to depend on who's hot. Rose is going to be closing at the point guard for right now. I, I can't see it any other way. Has to be. Definitely has to be. And um, so, so for Fournier and, and Kemba, you know, starting with Fournier, I thought, the previous game's defense was was solid. I thought this game against the Wizards, what I saw was rust. I saw rust. I saw, you know, him struggling to, to gain chemistry. He had a lot of turnovers, two turnovers. But just overall, it just wasn't crisp. Three of eight from the field. Missed, missed a ton of shots that he would typically hit. I'm not I'm not too I'm not gonna go crazy about Fournier, honestly. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not gonna go crazy about Fournier. Gotta give him some time to gel and, and, and get his feet wet. You got to give him some time. I think he'll get there. Yesterday, he was just missing wide open shots that he, that he can normally make. And his decision making, his timing was off with a lot of his teammates. Just saw him throwing away balls to, to Mitch, throwing away balls to someone else. But then you saw him making some, some nice hockey assists. And his ability to put the ball on the floor will do that. I found, you saw one where he put the ball on the floor, found across the court pass to Kemba. Kemba finds RJ for a corner three. And I think that's, again, uh, a, a skill set that Fournier can bring to this lineup that we didn't have last year. So we just got to wait. We, we got to wait for, for everything to round out. He'll be fine. It's just preseason. Can't get too crazy on Fournier when the season hasn't even started. All right. Somebody in the chat, Eddie Alvarez, whoever has an off game, Knicks fans want to trade him immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I had, a guy, I had a guy in the comment section say, well, we wasted $17 million on this guy. I say, yo, you got to pump your brakes. Kemba, mixed bag. Mixed bag. 12 points, six dimes, four of 11 from the field. Um, you know, it's weird. Kemp, a couple games now, you see Kemba airballing a lot of threes. You know, I don't know if the lift isn't there with the knees or what it is. You see him kind of bricking kind of badly on some of those shots. Then you, you see others where the mid-range is on point. You know, had had a nice little little snake dribble behind the back into the lane. Dropped a little, you know, uh, one-handed little run in, in, in the paint. So he still, still had that shiftiness to him. Again, I want to see that chemistry building up between Kemba and Julius in particular. In their two-man game, 
I feel like Kemba's already finding RJ a lot in these games. So it's going to take some time for him to come around offensively. So let's see there. Defensively is an issue. Defensively is an issue. We had Raul Neto was about to become the, the next Brazilian player where you just call him by that name, Neto. 25 points, 10 of 13 from the field. He was shredding the Knicks guards. Aaron Holiday, the third Holiday brother, 14 points, four dimes, six of 10 from the field. We were getting cooked by those two guys. It wasn't even Dinwiddie by that much, but Dinwiddie still got it, had his way. That is a concern. Definitely a concern. And again, you know, this intensity differs between preseason, season, postseason as well. well. We'll have to see how that goes. But, you know, those two games against the Wizards, at the point of attack, we've been getting beat. You know, we, we, we've been getting beat. So Kemba's defense uh, is a concern, and I think it'll continue to be a concern. But let's see what happens there. Those, those were most of the notables. No Noel. Noel didn't play again. They say he should be ready for the, uh, for the home opener. Maybe we'll have everybody. Or else you'll see the Todd, Todd Gibson show again. With the way and I'm sure my, uh, my guy Sean Shepard won't be too thrilled about that. Here was, um, here was Tibbs on last night's game. And... And the comeback. Let's 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 hear from Tibbs a little bit. It's their hustle, you know, and the urgency. We're behind, and so you, you got to scramble. And you know, if you get a few stops, and you and you get a block, or you get a turnover, and now you get into the open floor, and you get a couple of easy baskets, a game can change quickly on you. And we always say that with the way people shoot threes, you can make up ten points in a minute. And, and you see it all the time. So we wanted to keep working the game, work the game. It's a long game. All right, that was Tibbs on uh, the comeback last night. You can make up 10 points in a minute. That was his philosophy, and that's why he went with that lineup of Rose, Grimes, RJ, Julius, and Obi to, to really cut that gap and ultimately win the game. That's also why he'll leave his starters in even when they're in, in, in the midst of a 20-point blowout because – as he says, you can't trust a lead. No lead is safe. And we've seen it all the time in the NBA. Now, here's Tibbs on... I, you know, uh, like think for us... Here's Tibbs on, on just the overall finishing 4-0 in the preseason. I, you know, like, the thing for us is it's really... The games are like tests. And so the things that you're working on in practice, you want to see what it looks like in a game. So it, it tells you something. And then you understand, okay, the intensity level of a preseason game is a lot different than a regular season game. So I think what the preseason has revealed to us is, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to work on to be ready for opening night. And we have to stay hungry, we have to stay focused, and we have to keep the focus on daily improvement. And so if we're doing that, and the whole idea is you begin with the end in mind, okay, so in the end, what do we need? How, we want to be playing our best basketball at the end of the year. There's no shortcuts to this. It's day after day after day. We always talk about stacking your days. And that's. All right. So as Tibbs said, there is more work to be done. So 
Uh, but so far, like I said, you know, th- there's been some positives to the preseason and, and there's been some things that uh, that's worth watching. So we'll have to see how it all unfolds as the season starts on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, preseason finale. The Sunday podcast is back. We'll do our preseason awards and talk about some of our thoughts as we uh, as we kick off on Wednesday, man. The season is here as we know it. Here was uh, here was RJ's reaction to uh, Julius's uh, bus beater. Yeah. You know, I was here when people were booing him when he had the last two free throws of the game. I was here when people were, you know, uh, talking bad about him, saying all these things. And I, you know, I, I'm there every day with him. I told you, I subside him on the plane every every trip. Um, you know, he's he's a worker. You know, I, I like to come back at night. He's he's there too. I mean, all right, so RJ RJ yeah. going to bat for his yeah. guy. That for his guy. Here was Mitch on his return. Overall, I felt great. Um, just a few things I got to work on, like finishing, you know, getting my touch back and conditioning. That's the main thing. As long as I can get my conditioning back and then I can play all day, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I felt real tired. I mean, um, not as tired as you would have thought, though. It wasn't like that bad, but it was bad. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like, yeah, man. It's, it's getting there. I'm like, I don't think I'm at the halfway point yet, but I'm like right there. Like that. And it's, it's just going to build over time. So Mitch says, uh, hey, it was, it was a good run, but he's tired as hell. So, But shout out to Mitch, man. I, I thought he uh, thought he gave us some good good minutes in his return. It was just good to see him back out there and, and getting in, getting involved, getting in the mix. Good to see that. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Hit that like button. Let's hit that like button for Knicks Fan TV. Home opener October 20th is coming up this Wednesday, man. The home opener is here. Speaking of home opener, my guy Michael Parker will be in the building. He sends a super chat. He says, salute Knicks Nation. There hasn't been that level of electricity in the garden since Larry Johnson's four-point play. When you're changing team culture, every game matters. Preseason, uh, in a preseason game. Yeah. Everyone matters, man. Absolutely everyone matters. And everybody's excited about this, man. Everybody around the NBA was commenting on on this game. You had uh, former NBA player Isaiah Thomas sends out a tweet says just watch the Knicks highlights from tonight's game MSG was rocking for a preseason game exclamation point NY Knicks energy is one of a kind when they going hard and winning yeah that's right Isaiah that that is a fact Jamal Crawford friend of the program says I got to go to a Knicks game this year so hey man we are we are definitely turning heads for some for some people you know the, the ones that have been here the diehards We've, we've, we've been seeing this unfold over the last year. But for others, you know, it's been a revelation. But MSG was definitely electric, as Michael said, for a preseason game. Salute my guy. Gotta be legend. Sends a $2,500 Costa Rican cologne. He says, we're ready for the season. Let's go Knicks. He's throwing the 50 burger out there. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, I, I did sneak into the chat last night, even though I took the night off, and a lot of people was coming at me kind of reckless, man. I saw people saying I was dodging the smoke on the 50 burger. You had people saying I was I was flipping the burgers. I'm in the kitchen getting the burgers ready. There's a lot of people coming at me greasy last night. I'm staying with my prediction. I'm a man of my word, and I stay with it until otherwise, until otherwise. So I'm sticking with my 46. 
and 36. We'll see how it goes. 46 and 36. But yeah, man, everybody was calling at me crazy last night on the show. Dodging the smoke. CP never dodges the smoke. You guys know that. All right, we're going to take some more calls, and then I'm going to let you guys know about uh, some acquisitions. Knicks, Knicks have been busy uh, uh, over the last couple of days. He's cutting, signing, and cutting, signing, and cutting players. So we'll talk about that in a second. But let me get to the phones, hear what the people got to say. My guy Sean from Queens was in the building last night. Sean, how you feeling, bro? Yo, CP, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, what's up, bro? First time caller. First of all, I want to start my call the right way. Hit that like and subscribe Let's button. Let's go. Man. I know what it is, Let's man. go. Facts. You already know what it is. First yeah. of all, listen, man, I was in the building last night. Yeah, I was you a vibe, bro. Be able to, with the electricity in the building, bro, you wouldn't be able to tell that it's a preseason game. Yeah. Nobody in the building knew. Obviously, Coach Tibbs didn't know it's a preseason game the way he's playing our players and coaching the way he is. <laughs> but, you know, we, we – I, I do I have I have my concern about our perimeter defense, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, we got fried by Raul Neto. Yep. You know, we got, we got cooked by even Aaron Holiday. Thought he was Drew Holiday for a yes, minute. Yes, he did. Um, it was it was a little concerning, man. Um, and I had me thinking, like, all right, if we gonna let Raul Neto drop fifty, what's James Harden gonna do when he comes in this building? What's somebody like Damian Lillard gonna do when he comes in this building? Yeah, you understand? Yeah. Um, so that that's a little concern. But at the end of the day, it, these type of games they build character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we was down by I think like at one point we was down by nineteen. Yeah, and it was looking ugly, man. Her first whole first half of the game was ugly. And um, we managed to turn it around. And like I said, that very unconventional lineup that, that Tibbs put out there, putting Obi at the five. Um, Quentin Grimes had probably his best game that we've seen. Sure. Out of the limited minutes that he has played, mm-hmm. he really, really, he did his part for, for, for us last night. Big time. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but uh, overall, um, it was an ugly win. But sometimes that's how we like to do it. We don't like to do things too easily too often. Mm-hmm. We had too many blowouts. And um, like I said, the, that game winner, the building went berserk, man. The building <laughs> went berserk. I never seen anything like it, bro. But um, it was just a, a feel-good win, man. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Enjoy it, man. Any other times you go with, man, just send, send us the footage. We definitely appreciate it. You already know, brother. Like I said, yo, like, hit that like and subscribe button for your boy CP, hit man. Hit that Let's thumbs go. up button for your boys, Sean from Queens. Appreciate the call, man. Phone lines up, people. 657-383-1509. Also, Knicks Fan TV Discord. Hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord, especially about my international uh, viewers. Where are you guys checking in from? Throw your cities in the chat. Type your city in the chat or throw your flag in the chat. Let me know where you guys are checking in from. I tell my international people all the time, the Discord, call us up for free. You know, no phone number needed. It's all over the internet. Join on the Discord. Jump into the lounge. Dave will screen your call. And and, uh, and you're good to go, man. Definitely want to hear from my international people since it's 4 o'clock. Almost 5 o'clock here on the East Coast. So uh, if, if my international people are there, man, definitely want to hear from you guys. Definitely want to hear from you guys. Salute my guy Aaron Vasquez. Sends a super chat. He says, uh, I'm all the way out the window. We're finishing with that number one seed. So Aaron feeling good. On a Saturday. Definitely feeling good on a Saturday. Salute to Aaron, man. Definitely salute. As Sean said, yeah, Grimes is on the money. Good to see him. Good to see the rookie get some action. And, hey, is that a sign of things to come? Will, you know, will Tibbs be be hesitant to put him in when he needs to stop? And knowing that with Grimes' three-point shot, hey, he can hold his own out there, you know? 
might might be something to see. That might be something to see. So but let's see what happens there. Uh, who's here on the check-in? HB Carlos checking in from Portugal. Never misses a show. Russell Whiskey dumping that New York, New York out there. Salute Russell Whiskey, man. He's always in here. My guy Wilson Aracena checking in from Pompano Beach and the DR. Repping the DR. Percival 007 Guatemala in the building. We got Shahid T. Dot, Toronto. What's going on? Carlos Otega repping Mexico. Let's go. Marcus checking in from Brazil. John Melnick, Toronto's in the building. Let's go. No doubt. Manolo Rivera, how you feeling? Salute, man. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. We got the Sunday podcast tomorrow as well, so don't forget that. Ice Water's up next. Ice Water, what's good? <clears throat> what's going on, CP? How are you? Man? How you feeling, man? Feeling great, man. You know, I got a, uh, I'm repping a playoff team, so I feel great. <laughs> Let's um, go. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, looking at the game yesterday, um, there's a contrast in styles, of, uh, especially with coaching. Mm-hmm. You look at the second half, um, Bradley Beal's not in the game, Dinwiddie's not in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tibbs is just like, nah, everybody, all of everybody get back yeah. in the death lineup. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and we win, and that's why the Knicks are who we who we are and the Wizards are who they are, yeah. who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, but it was a great game. Uh, I was, you know, I knew that the Knicks was going to make a run. I just didn't know it was going to be like that. But I knew they was going to make a run. Um, Derrick Rose looked great. Of he was course. great. He was great. You know, and Julius, you know, all star. You know, you know how that is. So it, mm-hmm. it was a great game. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in North Carolina now. I would have loved to be into the game, but uh, but I will be for the I will be in the Garden in February. Okay. February 16th for the Knicks and Nets. Mm-hmm. I have tickets already for that. No I'm doubt. going to be in it, but I can't wait for that game. Um, but, yeah, um, 50, remember, I'm the first one that said 50 wins. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was talking about 50 wins. I'm the first one to say 50 wins and Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go. That is going to happen. Let's go. That's going to happen. Uh, salute to everybody, man. Yo, thanks for taking my call. Of course, man. Always, man. Call back anytime. Ice water on the check-in. He said, remember my name. I told you here first. He's dropping the 50 burger. Let's go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Salute to um, Harlem Super Thugs. He's out in Arizona. Rock with the show. So Harlem Super Thugs, what's going on? How you feeling? Looks That looks like a new viewer. So if you guys are new in the chat, type in hashtag new. I'll shout you guys out. Welcome to all the new viewers. Hit that like button. Let's get up. Let's get those likes up today. Shout out to Pistol Pete 79 Send to Super Chat. He says, I like the small lineup of D Rose Grimes, RJ, Randall, and Obi. They went small, but man, they balled out. Grimes earned some minutes this season. Hey, very well might have, man. Very well might have. And and again, the key to that lineup, Obi's defense, which was pretty decent. You know, they both they both had their chances uh, in protecting the rim and, and trying to make a play defensively in terms of Obi and Julius. Obi finishing with three blocks. But but again, I, I just like his activity this year, man. I, I really like where where his 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 mentality is at this year in, in Obi. So but let's see if he can keep it up because last night he was good. Very good. Nine points, eight boards. He's on the boards as well. Shout out Floyd on the, on the three-pointer that he hit. But, you know, this is the type of night that you're going to expect from Obi in his limited minutes across the stat sheet. Nine points, eight rebounds, three dimes, and a steal, three blocks. That's what he's going to have to do 
to to really be an, an impact with that second unit. It, it's just be a staff be a stat sheet guy. Be a stat sheet guy. So great job by him. I think Obi's ready for the regular season as well. I remember um, there was some issues with the Super Chats last night. I wasn't sure if CK could read them, so I'll read those before we wrap up today as well. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, a um, couple more calls. Let's go my guy Ron from More. Ron, what's going on? CP, what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Oh, man, I'm excited for the season. Uh, yeah. It's always good talking with you. You too. Um, just want to talk about a few players, if mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Grimes, you could see last night he can pass. He, I was not worried that he wasn't making some of those shots. He's no. going to make most He's gonna of those shots, them. man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think he can guard well enough where I, I understand why the Knicks took him. I, you could just tell that he knows how to play, and I like that he's getting experience now. He's going to help this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius, he made a big boy shot at the end, which is what you want to see, CP. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, he got to a spot, and you live with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how he played early on in the game, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was... Um, to me, he was forcing a little bit. I said th- I, he did not. He made some cross court passes where he just got to be crisper. He's yeah. got to be crisper and make the decision quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think a lot. Obviously, this is a. I'm not telling you rocket science here. A lot mm-hmm. of the season for me comes down to the health of Kemba and mm-hmm. Derek. Mm-hmm. If we can keep Kemba and Derek healthy the whole year, if we can keep Mitch and Noel healthy, that's really to me those four dudes just that combination of those guys, 
I don't know how much. See, Kemba to me, I think he's got a little pop offensively yeah. left. Defensively, we're going to have to help him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have but to help him defensively I, for, for sure. We're, we're going to have to help him. I mean, look, I, I, I think he's going he's gonna to try hard. He, he's a local kid. I'm pulling for him. But we, we have to take care of these two dudes. I want them to play hard every night. But I, I'm also realistic. For this season to go as well as we think, yeah, we're going to need both of those need teams em. to stay healthy. And need one em. last thing. Mm-hmm. When I told you that Alec Burks reminded me of Michael Jordan, I was kidding a little bit. <laughs> but my, the reason why I say that is because there's a lot of haters out there that don't see what I see in Alec Burks. And he is still a – I know it's crowded. It's very we got a very yeah. deep team. And I don't need him to play point guard anymore, which is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is this guy is very important to this team. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And you know that. Yeah, Steve. yeah, you know, you know, you know I'm Berkshire, man. You know I'm Berkshire all day, man. I mean, the guy is a walking bucket, yep. and we need his, his shooting. He could just focus on shooting this year. Last year, I asked, I saw Alec Burks in D.C., and I said, you were Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. And he's like, nah, man, you got to stop saying that. But it was the truth. <laughs> and we don't need him to do that anymore. He's just going to make buckets, man. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to make buckets. So I think Tibbs – and one last thing I'll say about Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Look. Everybody's saying, why are these guys out there? And and look, it's totally fair. Everybody, if he didn't have them out there, the players would know that he's faking it. You have to let people be who they are. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is what we get with Tiz. We have to. We love what what he brings. He wants to be I ready. Understand that there's risk, but but the bottom line is, he, you can't fake who you are, man. To yeah. these dudes, they know. They see him every day. If he would have said, Derek, no, you're not playing the fourth quarter, Julius, you're not diving for that. It's that's fake. That's not who Tibbs is. Mm-hmm. So you have to just obviously. I like that he went to the Obi Randall thing to CP because I wanted to see that in the playoffs. So as long as Tibbs can just be adjustable and not stubborn with lineups, I'm cool with him. But he's 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 building the culture, and I'm going with Tibbs. I'm okay with playing the dudes because that's who he is. You can't take that away from him. If if this was a different team and a different coach, I've always said this, CP and coaching. You have to let the coach be who he is. Yeah, and that's the bottom line. That's all I got to say, my bro. Thanks for the call, Ron. Def, definitely right, uh, appreciate it. Good call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Ron from Baltimore on the check-in. And, uh, yeah, and speaking of... And, and, and yeah, to, to your point, and you got to let Tibbs be who he is. I think for right now, he's he's earned that currency, man. This is the coach of the year right now. And he wants to make sure that his guys are prepared, that they're ready. You have two big acquisitions to your starting lineup that have to play in Fournier and Kemba. So they got to get their run in. Kemba did miss... Uh, the previous game for for rest, which I thought was was I was okay with that, but but Tibbs wants these guys ready to roll come opening night, and and he's a guy you know when 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 JC came on the show Jamal Crawford and we talked about Tibbs he says you know Tibbs is a guy who because I I, I asked him about the the knocks on Tibbs you know the lack of adjustments and and not being a modern NBA coach and things like that some of those criticisms and JC said hey look Tibbs is a guy who coaches uh, to his strengths and what you're seeing right now is according to Fred Katz of the Athletic that covers the Knicks 46 percent of the Knicks shots came from downtown he said if that that was a regular season pace that would be six in the league remember the Knicks were in the bottom third of the league in three point attempts. We have the personnel that will allow us to take quality three-point shots at a higher volume. So I think you're kind of seeing that with Tibbs. Yes, he still wants his high percentage shots. He still wants you to get to the rim, get downhill, put pressure on the defense. But he also wants you to then spray it out and get those three-point opportunities. 
And when you're looking at what RJ's doing efficiently from three, Derrick Rose and Burks, as my guy Ron said, you have Fournier, you have Kemba, you have IQ, you have Julius. You got a lot of three-point shooters on this team. And so I think the three-point activity is real. I think that's going to trend into towards the, the regular season. Um, on Grimes, he talked about Grimes and and, uh, and and what he brought. And he was absolutely right, man. I love what Grimes did yesterday. Tibbs said, according to Ian Begley, Tibbs liked that lineup that he closed with. Grimes, Rose, RJ, OB, and Julius on the floor. Knicks outscored the Wizards by 16 in the final seven minutes. And that lineup also, the, the OB-Julius lineup also scored 29 points as a five-man unit. Not the two of them. As a five-man unit, the, the team scored 29 points in the final seven minutes. He said Thibodeau felt Grimes' defensive versatility was one key factor for the lineup. So there you go. As Ron from Baltimore just said, it's what Grimes is bringing. So it's good to see, man. It was good to see us uh, get a look at Grimes in extended minutes. Uh, Com NYC sends a super chat. He says, fan equals fanatic. Randall heard he wasn't on the last minute shot poll KFTV did and said, hold that. I'm sold waiting for y'all. <laughs> I'm s- <laughs> <laughs> he might be right. He might be right. Blood of the Panda. Uh-oh. I know what this is about. Send the Super Chat. He says it's preseason, but I kept trying to tell y'all the Butcher is coming. Also, 55 wins. Hashtag OB Avengers. Hashtag free OB. B. Murrow sends a Super Chat. He says, number one, Grimes is going to be our best perimeter defender. Number two, RJ will be fine. Chill, Knicks fam. Number three, Leon treating free agent players. Free agents like like players treat the Kardashians. <laughs> so, what what he's referring to is Knicks have been busy, man. Knicks have been busy past couple of days in terms of the their their transactions. Number one, we had we we had signed Tyler Hall, cut him to bring back Miles Powell on an Exhibit Ten, but you figured that they were going to cut Powell right away, and he's going to go to Westchester. So Powell's going to Westchester. They then cut Dwayne Bacon. And signed uh, Brandon Goodwin, who who last played for the Hawks. The next day, Brandon Goodwin was, got up out of there. And then they signed uh, Lucas Semanich. Semenich. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Lucas Semenich, uh, lot, a lottery pick from the Spurs 2019. Just got signed to a two-way contract. Spurs cut him. Popovich had a lot of good things to say about him. A watchman from Bleacher Report says he, he's a uh, tall, uh, uh, athletic capable three-point shooter, has a defensive motor to him. Why he didn't stick with the Spurs, I'm not so sure. Played well against the Knicks last year in, in the game uh, uh, that they played against him. So Luka Semenich coming in on a two-way deal. Averaged 3-2 and two on 44% from the field, 27% from downtown in 33 games last season. But there was, there was one play against the Magic in the preseason that uh, – they, he had a he had a chance to to make make a defensive play on a on a transition play against Imagine. Looked like he he pulled up and kind of quit on the play. A lot of people felt like that was the final straw with Pop, and Pop got him up out of there. I don't know the the real reason, but he's on a two way. So let's see. So now you you two way players now are are uh, uh, Jericho and and Samanich. So there you go. They're locked in at the two ways. Now, the Knicks also signed Brandon Knight today. So, Brandon Knight, who was once thought to be 
a point guard on the rise. He was on uh, Detroit. I think he signed a big deal with Detroit. It was a team he, he was on the Bucks. He was on the Phoenix Suns, uh, but fell out. I think he had a bad knee injury and, and has never really been the same since, unfortunately, because he had some promise to him. Kentucky kid, as usual, as you figured. And so Brandon Knight comes in and gets a shot with the team. What type of deal? They said the deal, the terms of the deal have been undisclosed. So we'll see. Does Brandon Knight catch on? With the orange and blue. So, yeah, you know, Rose has been wheeling and dealing. We got 19 guys on the roster right now. Who's going to get that 15th man slot? Is it because remember the two way deals count as 16 and 17? So forget them. But is it going to be Wayne Selden? Is it going to be Aaron Sims, who we picked up off out of Clemson? Or is it going to be Brandon Knight? Could it be somebody else that we're not even thinking about? We'll see who gets the 15th man slot. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap this thing up. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's go to a new caller. We're going to the Mile High City. Jerry from Denver. Jerry, what's going on? First off, I got to say thank you for repping the 92 Knicks team. That's the one that got me hooked watching it with my dad. That interview with X-Men made my life, man. That was a great interview. Appreciate it. Um, But since we're from that era, let me talk about something that's coming back in the Knicks and that got me to call in, man. Mm -hmm. The 90s Knicks had was the audacity. Right. Yeah. We had we had the audacity to try to beat the best team in history, you know, with with two offensive players in the starting lineup. And Mm -hmm. we were in every single game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Tibbs is bringing that into the new era. Right. People are going to complain that uh, that they play the you know, they played the stars in the preseason and someone got hurt in the minutes. But Mm -hmm. look, people go to war for Tibbs. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you see nobody ever thanks their coach for playing them 28 minutes instead of 30 minutes. They thank their coach for pushing them. And, and making them believe sure. they can win every game. Sure. Now every single person in that game knows that they can be down the whole game and come back 15-2 in two minutes. Yeah. So you got to play all 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you got Grimes out there with legitimate big dogs who helped him win instead of just throwing out your third string and letting them lose what was a bad game. Yeah. And you flash over to what the Wizards are feeling right now, and, like, you know, they basically gave that game away, and the people that closed that game on the Wizards' side, those players – you know, they have the opposite mental feeling. Like, we could just lose a game at any minute, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we need Beal out there to be winnable. So, you got to love Tibbs in this one. I feel like there's a 90s vibe here that we, where we have the audacity to think that we could be down the whole game, go into the fourth down 19, yeah. and win the thing in the last two minutes. And we're going to spread that because it comes from Tibbs and Taj and Rose, yeah. and it's going to go to all these new guys we have. And the last thing I want to talk about is yeah. – you know, if you go and you listen to the media, which, of course, we're Knicks fans, so we can't do that. But yeah. that's why it's great to have you here. Yeah, you watch Knicks fan TV <laughs> for that. Correct. Listen, go ahead. No, I said you watch Knicks yeah. fan TV for so, that. Yes, good answer. Exactly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why we're here, man. Mm-hmm. But if you go and listen to the media, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, they, they don't want to acknowledge the depth, but they want to talk about how Tibbs plays players into the ground. Yeah. And that's why we have the depth, so we don't have to be afraid of that. Right. We're not, we didn't acquire all these you know, fantastic third-string players so we could be afraid Mm -hmm. to lose somebody for a couple of games. I don't want to lose anybody, but Tibbs is playing this team the right way. Mm -hmm. And and, and that was the acknowledgement that last game. So Great call, Jerry. Big up to the chat. Thank you so much, CP. Let's go. Let's throw five in the chat for Jerry. That was a five-star call. Jerry checking in from the mile high. Going in. Good call. Appreciate the call, Jerry. 
Couple of um, events, couple of events coming up this week. As I said, uh, tomorrow night we're going to do the uh, preseason finale, do preseason awards, Sunday podcast, as usual, 9.30 Eastern time on Sunday, so make sure you guys lock into that. We are then, uh, Monday, we're gonna we're still trying to book uh, some Boston guests to talk uh, Nick Celtics game preview. We're still trying to book some, confirm some, some guests there, so stay tuned for that. Tuesday, I'm back with the Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation. We're going golfing, man. We're going to uh, the Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation. They're holding us a celebrity golf tournament. So myself and Jake Brown from the New York Post podcast will be there on site uh, doing a live show again, just like we did at Clyde. So make sure you tune in. I think tentatively we're going to start around 11 a.m. And then we're going to go from tentatively 11 to 1. And then I think like 4.30 to 5.30. So tune in. You never know who's going to be there and and be interviewed on the show obviously me and jake are going to talk knicks and knicks celtics as well so it's going to be action-packed show phone lines will be up so you can call us up when you're on your lunch break or, or whatever the case may be so that's tuesday wednesday you already know the home opener is here knicks home opener versus the celtics for you guys that are coming to the game with us we'll be sending out your tickets asap and also sending out the uh, all the itinerary and logistics for that whole day so that's going to be action-packed and for those of you watching at home on on wednesday night for that show uh we're going to do the live show from mustang harry so that's going to start around 5 p.m eastern so keep it locked on Knicks fan tv for the the uh the pre-game live stream then we're going to do another pre-game show once we get into madison square garden we'll do the halftime show we're going to do the, the, the immediate post-game show outside of Madison Square Garden. And then we're going to do post-game live like normal, taking your phone calls to everything. So that's five shows on Wednesday night alone on Knicks Fan TV. So I'm going to send out all of the uh, shows ahead of time. So make sure you guys got to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss it. I was, I was uh, somebody had DM me on, on Instagram saying that they weren't getting notifications for certain things. So sometimes YouTube acts up like that. So make sure that you guys are, um, are, are hitting that subscribe button, hitting that notification bell so you don't miss it. Also, another thing I wanted to talk about was um, something I've been talking about for a while. In terms of signing up for the mailing list and going to KnicksFanTV.com and signing up for our mail is free. We're not going to send you any Christmas cards or anything like that, but sign up for the mailing list because just last week you saw Facebook and Instagram go down for an extended amount of time. You never know. I've been saying it. And we never know what the future of this platform is going to hold. You know, ultimately we, we, we may do our own thing. In terms of being off of YouTube and, and streaming and broadcasting from KnicksFanTV.com. So that is why I always stress the importance of us maintaining your contact information, just your email, uh, off of YouTube. Because you never know, one day YouTube could go down for an extended amount of time. How are we going to do the post-game show? You know, how are you going to be aware of where we do it or what the backup plans are, what the alternate plans are. So that's why it's very important to join the mailing list so that we can keep you abreast of everything that's going on, good, bad, ugly, whatever the case may be, and that we can continue to to, uh, to keep the momentum. So go to KnicksFanTV.com, sign up for the mailing list, and, and you're right there. And then read some of the articles, man. We got some great writers on the show. 
Uh, I mean, on the on the on the website, my guy Knicks Fan TV, Remy does the player reviews after every game. Player reviews are back. Shout out Knicks Fan TV, Remy does them after every game, and they are solid. The reviews are always on point for his uh, player review articles, and you could find that the next day after every game. So we got some great great talent on KnicksFanTV.com, and uh, and, and Remy is one of them. Okay, back to the phones we go. Closing out shortly. Shane Mack from New Jersey sent a super chat. He says, uh, shout out to the Knicks. Great time to be a fan. 50 Burger. See you Wednesday. All right, no doubt, Shane Mack. Appreciate that. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to South CAC. Tony's in the building. Tony, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, St. Good, man. How you doing, bro? Yeah, you know, we're doing pretty good. Hey, we missed you yesterday. Uh, there's a rumor out there. Mm-hmm. Now, Max Kellerman kidnapped you, but Alex Burke stayed. I don't know how true that is. You know. <laughs> but, but anyway, man, there's another news out there. Yeah. This just in, the Knicks just signed Luca Brasi from the Godfather. So, another Luca. <laughs> another Luca coming through. What Luca out to we, we love our Lucas. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, I just, I just wanted to mention about the player development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we always uh, credit Tibbs and the players. But what we saw last night was a product of excellent player development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just that that, that uh, final five, except for uh, uh, Derrick Rose, that's homegrown. And, you know, even Julius Randle has uh, developed here. So that's uh, it's an amazing, uh, you know, thing that these guys are doing. Our yeah. scouting team is the lead. And, uh, you know, R.J. Barry, I, I, I really feel his floor Right now is at least an elite three and D. Yeah, yep. elite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I, you know, shout out to them and uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy the day, Tony. Thanks for the call, man. Tony and South Cac. All right, a couple more before we wrap. Daniel from LI, and then we're gonna close with JJ from Brooklyn. Daniel, what's up? Yo, what's up, CP? How you doing, man? I'm good. Long time caller. Um, I'm a long time listener. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I've been in the chat. I'm Daniel Mahir. Okay, what's chat. up, bro? Um, hit, hit hit that thumbs up button, everybody. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. I'm gonna just say, Neto was playing through Kemba like he was a traffic no, cone in front of him. Yeah, uh, it was kind of kind of alarming. Yeah. Uh, and people talking about the hype from Grimes, it felt. That's not going to be Grimes during the course of the season. That's going to be Burks playing mm-hmm. in that position. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like that that sort of that sort of hype. You need to y'all need to temper it a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. That's gonna be that that's gonna be Burks playing yeah. there. And, and um, not for nothing, you know, we've seen in the preseason, Burks's defense has been on point. Burks's defense has been sure. has been on point as well, man. So I, I'm not. I don't think we'll see that much of a drop off. I think my question with Burks is going to be, how much of an asset is he is he going to be uh, off the ball? Because he's a guy that kind of needs the ball in his hands to get cooking, and and last year he was uh, he had a higher shot percentage off the bounce than he did on, on catch and shoot. So gonna be interesting to see how he plays off of Rose and quickly uh, for eighty two games this year. Yeah, for sure, and and that's that's another thing I think about is uh, the distribution of shots. But um, yesterday, a caller said. And my last point is, yesterday a caller mm-hmm. said that a fadeaway was a bad shot from Julius. Mm-hmm. But and I have to necessarily don't disagree. Mm-hmm. But when you have a player who know you can who you know can make that 
So I, I, I just don't necessarily think that that's a bad shot because you know Julius can make that. Yeah. And when he's your best player, you, you, you can make that shot. So, uh, But that's that's all I got to say. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate Hit that it. thumbs up on the field. Appreciate it, man. Good call, Daniel. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, if, if it's a shot he usually takes, which he does, um, it's not crazy. It'd be worse if RJ took that type of shot. I, like, you, you saw that in the game against um, – uh, was it Minnesota? They would think it was Minnesota, where he bailed on on driving to the lane and took like a terrible fadeaway. This was last year when he lost a tough game in Minnesota, a game we shouldn't have, shouldn't have lost. Yeah, he didn't like that shot. With Julius, sure. Would you like to get him a, a higher percentage shot? Always, and maybe one in rhythm. But clearly, they they're gonna go with him in isolation as they did last year. Gotta hope it goes down. You know, during the course of a game, he makes those, but it, it's a bang bang tough shot. So. Just last night, it was his night. Uh, JJ from Brooklyn closes us out. JJ, what's going on, bro? Yo, CP, what up, bro? What's good, doing, man? good. Everything, Happy bro. Saturday, man. How you doing? Chill, man. Happy Saturday, bro. Yo, I was so hyped during yesterday's game. At times, I forgot it was even a preseason game. Yeah, I'm proud, man. I'm telling Only you, Only Knicks man. fans, I swear. Knicks yeah. fans are just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was jumping up and down like it was a playoff game. The crowd had me feeling like it was a playoff game. You know, it was nuts. Yeah. Man, I can't wait till Wednesday, bro. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, Grimes, man, this kid, man, the way he defends, he could shoot. I know he missed some shots, but I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit those. You know, he could shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not worried about the two for nine or whatever. His defense on uh, Nito, Neto, that changed the whole game, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kemba's my guy, but my goodness. Mm-hmm. He's, man, defensively, it's going to, I mean... It's going to be rough with him guarding, you know. If you can't guard Neto, how are you going to guard all these elite, you know, so many teams have electric, you know, point guards who could drive by you. And that's why I think guys like Grimes and McBride, don't be surprised if these kids get big minutes, especially late in games defensively. I wouldn't might mind both McBride and Grimes out there to get big stops, yeah. you know. Yeah, might need them. Might need them, man. You know, it's, like, it's going to be worth watching for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, it was mm-hmm. good to see Randall finally hit a game on the shot. I know it was preseason, but, you know, I know Ari said last night it wasn't the best shot. I kind of agree with him. I know mm-hmm. people were giving him the, the tomatoes. But uh, I thought, you know, I just don't, you know, we saw Randall struggle a lot last year with those shots. So, mm-hmm. you know, I still don't like it's just kind of dribble, dribble, iso. I'd rather yeah. have a little more creativity, you know, at, at those type of spots, mm-hmm. those, you know, those big moments. But, you know, I just, I love Grimes, man. The way he could shoot, he was guarding, the way he could guard even point guards. Like you were saying, you know, Burks, I think even Burks has improved defensively because, you know, my main worry for the season was definitely the perimeter defense. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with Kemba, that's pretty rough. And Rose doesn't really defend and Fournier. But the thing with Tibbs, I like, it really looks like he's finally adjusting. He's letting us shoot a lot of threes. I love seeing the small ball with Obi and Randall. I loved it, man. You know, yeah. did we have to do it by necessity because Noel was out and Mitch, it was Mitch's first game back and Taj was in foul trouble. But I really liked him, man. It's going to improve the spacing. Mm-hmm. You'll have five guys who could all shoot. He Obi even got a few blocks. So, you know, things are looking good, man. I'm, I'm gonna, I was, I was gonna say like 45, 46 wins, but right now I'm, go, I'm gonna jump out the window. I'm gonna go 51, man. <laughs> Let's go! I can't wait till Wednesday, bro. You enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, man? Let's go, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate Let's the go, call, bro. man. Great call you, man. to cap it off. JJ from Brooklyn to wrap up this show. 
A couple quick notes, something that just came in from Fred Katz of The Athletic. And Fred says that the Knicks have waived Brandon Goodwin, as I just said. They waived Brandon Knight, Amir Sims, and MJ Walker. So I'm guessing most of these guys will be headed to, to, to Westchester. I'm guessing. They would be headed to Westchester. Why would they sign Brandon Knight in, in a day and get rid of him in a day? So, uh, Or did he just come in for a tryout? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how, how that went. Um, and But then he says uh, Wayne Selden did not get cut by today's 5 p.m. deadline. So he's on the roster. So did I guess Wayne Selden is the 15th man. Tom Thibodeau has mentioned a couple times how impressed he's been with Selden behind the scenes. And I think they they have brought him in for the summer league more so for his leadership. Former Kansas standout, Wayne Selden. So, all right, there that is, Wayne Selden, ladies and gentlemen, the fifteenth man, I think. So we'll, we'll see see what happens. But uh, other than that, great show, everybody, absolutely great show. Once again, good to catch up. And, uh, and recap this game, talk about it a little bit as we get ready for Knicks Nation, another season, another 82. Let's go, man. Let's go. For those of you in the chat, how many people we got in the chat right now? 750 plus more on Facebook. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook, man. Never forget my Facebook people. Always appreciate you. We got a ton of content that's coming and a ton of content that's already on the channel. Dig in. If you guys are looking for more Knicks talk, dig in. Trust and believe. We have it for you covered. Did anybody see uh, uh, the Mitchell Robinson? Did anybody see the Mitchell Robinson um, uh, court vision? Knicks fan TV court vision. Let me let me tell you guys something. If you guys have not watched court vision yet, it is cutting edge first and foremost for what you guys if you guys don't notice whether it's on this show or whether it's on court vision we use highlights that other people don't have never before seen camera angles highlights and because of that on court vision we give you alternate camera angles also on court vision you have tv style telestrator graphics shout out my guy tommy d who does an amazing job with this Nobody else is doing this, ladies and gentlemen. So definitely check out the Mitchell Robinson uh, Court Vision. It's very insightful. We talk about the four major ways that uh, that that Mitch impacts this team. And shout out my guy Ariel Pacheco, uh, uh, who was a, who was a guest on that uh, Court Vision episode. But what we've done other ones. We've done Court Visions on Obi when he first came in. We've done one on Julius. One on RJ as well last year. So for those of you that are, that want to dig into the X's and O's, man, definitely check out Court Vision. And everything is lined up in, in, a, in a playlist on the channel. So we have a ton of stuff for you guys to dig into. Also, as you guys know, um, Fantastic Voyage. You got to check out Fantastic Voyage, man. Shout out to Chuck D, Gianna Garrell, produced by those guys and myself included. Fantastic Voyage, the story of Knicks Nation, the 16th man. Just check that out. It talks about the rise of uh, the Knicks content creators uh, through the lens of last year. The Knicks' epic, epic run last year. And, and it was absolutely a great documentary to make. You heard Jerry from Denver talk about uh, watching it and watching uh, uh, the, the X-Men 
uh, part of, of the documentary, which uh, w- which was great as well. X-Man interview, one of my favorites. So definitely check into that. You got the Fournier interview, the season preview show with Alan Hahn. We have a ton, a ton of content on the channel. So make sure you guys uh, check it out. And and like I said, we, we, got a, we got a lot going on, man. So tomorrow night. Sunday Pod is back. Remember, the show is available in audio podcast format. So, or if you miss it in on video, you could always catch it in audio podcast format. Let me make sure I didn't miss any. Um, make sure I didn't miss any more super chats. So to Knicks fan TV, Dave, TM, all the mods, CK, JD, salute to you guys as well. I didn't see any hashtag news come across, but for any new viewers, definitely welcome. Shout out my guy, uh, Charlie Correa, who says, let me get a year in the chat. Shout out to Charlie. He'll be there for the opener. Shout out Ari, who sends a super chat. He says, the worst shot in basketball is a deep two fall away jump shot. That's statistical fact. You can give Randall the ball in a better position with more movement. So Ari was the one who didn't like it. All right. Hoodies Vintage says, that's game. Garden was rocking. OB Randall finally free. Love Grimes' effort. Mitch looks husky, but helped on the boards once we gel deep and dangerous. Nelson Hernandez says, sends a super chat. He says, CP Duck in the 50 burger. We will get home court in the playoffs. Go New York, go New York, go. Brian Carter says to Ari, who's to say Tibbs is busting out his finest game play in the end of the preseason? And it's not uncommon for team's best play to ISO, which is right. In a world full of make-believe, sends a super chat. Just says, peace. Big Surge Super Chats, a CK, my guy, I'm jumping all the way out the window and landing on JD with 56 burger shots. Hashtag 50 burger posse. Above the rim Super Chat, Grimes is the new Shump 21 with a jump shot. Nickname in the chat for Grimes. Knox once again will lose out because his defensive motor. Might be right. Jared uh, and Lakeem Ben Israel says, uh, Junkyard Juju with the clutch shot for the win. Joseph Kim, Knicks versus Celtics, money line minus 120. What do you think? Don't bet against us, man. It's going to be an epic night. That's all I'll say. Mr. JC2883 says, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to read that one. Uh, but good. Thanks for Super Chat. Chuck Deason in the Super Chat says, This was a culture game. We got to be a 15 man squad, all 82 in playoffs. This takes commitment and unbelievable coaching. Season is going to be long as hell. Paul Robinson Super Chat says, Deuce could be playing a lot just for his defense. Joseph Kim, thanks for Super Chat. Above the rim, once again, I said to myself, We're doing this ISO Randall last shot again. Randall shut us all up. Zip, zap, zoom. <laughs> Shout out to Manscaped as well, man. Go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Scott Morgan, Super Chats, is very excited about Grimes. Amid Belfort, says Tibbs coaching like it's game seven of the NBA Finals. Tibbs already using up technical fouls already. Amid also says, fellas, 50-piece, I might go for the 60-burger. LOL, Nixon 4, doesn't matter. LOL, this is going to be a start of a magical season, a preseason game with that intensity. This is nuts. Mini Me 1231 says Mitch's presence was felt on the defensive tonight, for sure. Alfred Lopez, everything matters, the new we hear. Everything matters is the new we hear. Mr. Durante Super Chat says, great to see uh, CK2 Kane JD. Salute CP Ashley. Shout out to the Grimes Hive. Kenny Gales, Randall and Obi at the 4 5. Randall game winner, free Obi. RJ heard y'all saying, trade him. Grimes in midseason form and preseason. Put some respect on their names. 
Richard Davidson, the Super Chat says, CP finishing up, busy finishing up them 50 burgers. Hashtag bandwagon. King Matthew says, CP owes, owes Randall an apology. That's why he's late right now. King Matthew says, preseason or not, W is a damn W and refs quit hating on us because every time we came close, you blowing that whistle like it's nothing. All right, so that was all of the Super Chats. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.